Yazare. Yaweza. And welcome to another episode of Africa's Untold Stories, the part two mm-hmm. of the Songhai Empire. Yeah. Um, this is episode number what, Sarah? I don't know. I mean, since it's a part two, I don't even know if we should count it as a single episode or the tune. It's a, it's a separate episode. Yes, let's count it as such. Yeah. Wait, the last one was the six. You're the one who keeps track of Furi. Yeah. Not me. I am I am very tired right now. But I'm going to Yeah, last one was six. I just I'm checked. going to go on the leg and see this so, one is seven anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it is it is oh, okay, good. Even tired me is right. Brian, you should learn. You should learn. <laughs> Clearly I should. <laughs> um all right. So let's let's go on. Uh today's episode uh, it's entitled the uh, songhai empire part two mm-hmm. a lesson on leadership leadership yes okay. <clears throat> and it wouldn't take long for you to understand why that is the makes sense um okay yeah All right. let's get to it because where we left off this guy seemed really fishy the guy who was about to take over from you know yeah askia muhammad mm-hmm. oh, so let me say muhammad Ture. yeah Yes. Okay. So, um, just a bit of recap first. Mm-hmm. So, the Songhai Empire in the part one we discussed its origin and how it um, came. It sprouted out of the um, city-state of Gao, ruled by the Sunni dynasty, and the empire was formed by one uh, Sunni sovereign called uh, Sunni Ali Be, um, meaning Sunni Ali the Great. Uh, he created the empire and he was sort of a controversial figure, um, loved and hated equally. And he met his untimely demise on his return from one of his battles. He was a very um, astute military leader, never losing a single battle. And he died on his return from one of his battles, uh, either by a boating accident or by uh what do you call it assassination mm. um the assassination theory is the subject of that theory is the person who would end up taking over after the death of sonia lee uh this person is mohammed ture yeah and the second part of our episode begins with him okay yes so um mohammed ture would after uh sonia lee's death um uh what do you call it fight for the kingdom with Sunni Ali's son Sunni Baru okay he would defeat Sunni Baru in a battle um the battle of Anfal in 1493 Anfal yes okay so um Askia defeats Sunni Baru and he takes over the reins of the kingdom <coughs> wait, 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 hold on. Did you explain who he was in that previous episode? Uh, I just mentioned he was a general. General. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember you mentioned he was a general that was, you know, sentenced yeah. to death a bunch of times and then pardoned a bunch of times as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, as Mohammed Toure is, um, was ethnically Soninke, although he did grow up, um, uh, in the Songhai lands, he was ethnically Sunni. 
and his um he was he was um a general of of um Sunni Ali Bear mm-hmm. and he he was one of the generals that watched over the southern provinces. Okay. Um he came to power, like I mentioned earlier, after defeating um Sunni Ali's son, Sunni Baru. And unlike Sunni Ali and his son, um Askia Muhammad, oh, sorry, Mohammed Ture mm-hmm. was a very devout Muslim. Okay. So Yes. Okay. That that makes sense. But hold on, yeah. why do you keep saying Askia? Like, what does Askia mean? So, um, Muhammad Ture would, uh, when he comes to power, uh-huh. he would take the title Askia. So his his um, his uh, name as a king is Askia Muhammad the first. Okay. Yes. Now the origin of the as the title Askia though is is not certain. There was there is one um uh, folk etymology that says that when uh he was um when he took over the reins of the kingdom the was it the the wives or so some some people some supporters of Sunni Baru um uh, the Sunni dynasty um were singing what uh Asikia he will not be it in the Songhai one of the Songhai languages but that's um that's not a fact because the name didn't originate with Askia Muhammad uh, the first. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so um, Askia Muhammad was uh, the second most significant ruler of the Songhai Empire after um, Sunni Ali Bey. Okay. And he changed a lot of things when he came to power, most notably the um, royal relationship with the uh, Muslim aristocracy mm-hmm. in the empire. So, <laughs> I mean, you mentioned he was a devout Muslim, so... Yes. And um, so uh, he would... Uh, what do you call it? Um, he'd, he'd, be a, he'd become a patron of scholars in Timbuktu. Okay. And he's one of the people who would uh, help it to get to its infamous peak. Um, that a lot of people know about Timbuktu when it comes to its, um, um, what do you call it, uh, achievements in um, learning. It, it, the heights it hit in learning. He'd be pivotal in that. Hmm. Um He'd also go on a Hajj pilgrimage, okay. and he would, um, what do you call it? He would he on the Hajj pilgrimage. He'd he'd make a political, what do you call them, uh, alliances of sorts with um, other Muslim rulers. He'd get the um, one of the Abbasid rulers to um, sort of crown him of sorts but not really crown so mm. because you, it was it was um sort of acknowledging him as the caliph of the sudan which was like a general term they used for west africa okay i don't know if you remember in the kanem borno episode i mentioned that there were um one of the kanem um, rulers was named caliph of sudan uh-huh. so yeah, um, when Askia Muhammad became, um, when he went for his Hajj and he, he got that title over the Kanem Borno Empire. 
Okay. But then later, I would definitely refer to the Canon Bono because um, Songhai um, ah. did not have many great rulers. <laughs> Makes sense. So, hold on. The, one, one other thing. So, when he, as, an, as he is a devout Muslim, did he sort of trickle the Muslim religion down to everybody, down to the masses? Because you know how um, Sonia Libe was like the, he was very fav- um, popular with this, like the common folks yeah yeah and, and this um, guy no he could like not you know, in tune with the scholars and, and things so he couldn't he couldn't you can't really force religion on people in that way mm-hmm. uh, because if they're not interested they just not be interested <laughs> you can force them to go to a mosque but at the end of the day if they want to go and do whatever they have to do with their gods they will do it and song i was vast mm-hmm. Um, he did try to convert more of the rural folk to Muslim um, to Islam, uh, but he largely failed because most of the people did not care. However, by the time, <clears throat> by the end of the Songhai Empire, um, some of his territories would be more in tune with Islam, but it still wouldn't have actually still um, taken full root. It would still mostly be the traditional religion, and even in many areas that accepted the Islam outside of the urban centers, it'd be a mix of the two religions. Oh, I see. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, uh, um, uh, one interesting thing about Askia Muhammad, though, is um, unlike the his predecessor, uh, Sonia Libe, he was not an infallible military genius. He was a very um, skilled statesman, but he was not an infallible military genius. He lost some battles, but he won some as well. Hmm. Um, he would expand the empire. Okay. And um, he would he would um, he would go he defeat the Moshi people um, that I mentioned in the previous episodes yep. of modern day Burkina Faso. He did. Uh, yes, and so yeah, and he'd he'd actually he'd make um the he'd he'd make the the the, the Islamic civil code the law of the land, so to speak. Right. Essentially, yes, um, Islamic laws would be what they used to judge and stuff like that. I see. Yes, but um. Sony, sorry, no Sony. Uh, Askia Muhammad would eventually, as he's growing old, he'd start to go blind. Hey, and hmm. Hmm, hmm. Was, was that punishment for killing Sony Ali? I mean, let's let's just go. <laughs> His punishment for killing Sony Ali is a bit worse than that. <sighs> when he starts going blind, uh-huh. right? Um, sorry, no Sony Ali, Sony Baru. Oh, uh, uh, oh, sorry, Sony Ali was the one who died, right? Sorry, yeah. Um, when he starts going blind, yeah. Uh, he'd hide it from his people because, you know, a powerful emperor going blind is not a very, you know... Confidence-inspiring thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, but eventually, his sons would find out and one son called um, Musa would uh, hatch a plot to depose him and take his place. Hey, that Okay, I did yes. not see so, that coming, but then, f- fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Musa would uh, take over the um, empire, okay, and he would, but he would keep his father like on in the royal house and stuff. But he'd like keep him somewhere, okay. just like restrict his movements and stuff like that. Okay, so he still cared. He just he just wanted to rule 
wow yeah he wanted makes to sense. he was interested in the kingdom makes sense so yes so with, with all this happening so you know how you mentioned in the previous one that like even with um Sonia Libe fighting everybody he still didn't touch the trade route right there was mm-hmm. a sort of like understanding mm-hmm. that I mean we are fighting but then we do not affect the trade so I'm guessing yeah. with all this going on the trade was still going it's still off yeah okay. it's still up. actually when Musa took the took power it wasn't in any sort of battle it was a bloodless coup oh okay yeah I mean makes sense yeah so he just got enough powerful allies and essentially told his father step aside and his father couldn't do anything and just st- stepped aside oh, okay okay yes. but did it did did the did the kind um did they flourish under him so this is where things get really bumpy Oof. um so at this point in time askia has been deposed um so he ruled from 1493 to 1529 uh 36 years okay and yes unfortunately for his successor the son who deposed him askia musa the first ah, he was he too he was deposed Yep, Askia Musa was also deposed. Ah, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. He was deposed by a cousin um, called Bonkana. And um, he was not a son of um, Askia Muhammad. So he'd, he'd banish Muhammad to a mosquito ridden island. Hey, I see. Somewhere on the Niger. And. Unfortunately for Bonkana, though, um, he would also be deposed. Ah. <laughs> okay. One of the one of the powerful um, generals would depose him and replace him with one of Askia's sons called um, Ismail. So um, Askia Ismail the first would come to power. But um, Askia Ismail the first would also be deposed by Askia Ishak the first another of Askia Muhammad's sons okay so Askia Ishak the first though um he'd be quite different um he was the most competent ruler after Askia Muhammad the first um oh I should mention when Ismail came to power um he brought his father back from the mosquito ridden land so his father died um in Gao, and then he was buried. And the tomb of Askia is actually a UNESCO World Heritage site. They built a tomb for him, sort of like a mausoleum. Okay. And it's still there till this day. So if you go to uh, modern day uh, Mali, mm-hmm. you would still see the tomb of Askia. Oh, nice. Nice, nice, nice. Yes. Okay. So, so um, mm-hmm. Askia Ishak uh, mentioned earlier, um, he was also very. He had sense <laughs> and um he, he would he was one of he was actually the most powerful ruler um, after um, muhammad the first and he he was very authoritarian according to the records okay and he during his reign the saudi dynasty of morocco would um try to would occupy the there's this important salt mine called the tegaza salt mines okay. And it's in, I think right now it's in modern day Mauritania. Hmm. And you know, usually when you see the Songhai um, um, map, right? There is like the left side protrudes, um, like it, it protrudes to the top. Like there's a top left side that's like protruding all the way upstairs. 
into the desert. Um, that's that part is the um, Tagaza salt mine. Uh, it's Mali, sorry, modern day Mali, okay. the desert region of modern day Mali, like the top, top, top part of mm-hmm. Mali towards the west. And uh, it was very important because, like I mentioned earlier, salt was in some previous episodes, salt was valuable for the trans saharan trade route. So the Moroccans would try to um, take it from. Songhai, but then Songhai would rebuff it, and then Askia Ishak would actually command an invasion of Morocco. Hey. He didn't go himself, but um, <laughs> he had Tuaregs. Um, Tuaregs, for those who don't know, are uh, an Amazigh um, ethnic group mm-hmm. uh, in West Africa and North Africa. So he had Tuaregs under his command, so he'd send them to go and attack Morocco as rebuttal. So they would um, loot parts of Morocco and then just like leave it. Oh, okay. So it was a very competent ruler. Okay. So they didn't occupy it. They just looted it. No, they didn't occupy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately for him though, um, he would also die. He would die. He wouldn't be deposed. Um, He didn't last long on the throne. He just ended up dying and he was replaced by uh, his brother, Askia Dawood. Now, Askia Dawood was the second, or sorry, the third competent ruler. <laughs> Let me put it this way. The third and final competent ruler <laughs> of the Songhai Empire. <laughs> okay. So it's about to turn dark pretty um, quickly. Okay. Yeah. So his, some historians actually say that Askia Dawood um, was was actually he actually led the peak of the songa empire the songa empire would be at its greatest extent under askia dawood um so most of the maps you see of the songa empire was under askia dawood um he was very skilled politically um he was very intelligent he was an intellectual and he he how do i put it he really knew how the economy worked so he boosted he boosted uh, agricultural production and trade in Songhai, and things were really going re- um, well for them. They were on a high, and he even um, he loved to help the poor. That's one of the no- was the noteworthy things about him. So he'd give out a lot of food to the poor and stuff like that. Because Songhai's coffers were really overflowing at this point. I can see now. Hey, yeah, you can see what's coming. I mean, <laughs> definitely. Um, as I, yeah, as I mentioned earlier, um, Askia Dawood was the last sensible, sensible ruler. ruler. Uh-huh. Yeah, so after he dies, um, he also didn't rule for very long, unfortunately. He died. Mm. Um, he would be replaced by his son, Askia Muhammad II. Yeah. Now, the cycle continues from this point again. Askia Muhammad II was deposed and replaced by his brother, Askia Bani. Uh-huh. Uh, and then he would die and then he would be replaced by another person, Askia Ishak II. Uh-huh. Now, Askia Ishak II came to power through civil war. Hmm. Okay. And at this point, the empire would be very divided. Um, various generals and various princes would have their own loyalties lying elsewhere with different people and stuff like that so the empire was in turmoil politically and although that may be useful that so that may not be much of a bother when you compare them to other regional states at this point in time unfortunately for them morocco was um watching everything that was going on Hmm. i see so when they Yes, when they sense the weakness in Songhai, 
they knew this was a good time to invade. Oof, oof, oof. Okay. So in 1591, Moroccans arrived in Songhai and they fought a battle with the um or with the what do you call them? The Songhai army and they utterly crushed them. <laughs> so utterly crash did they occupy yep utterly crushed them um so what would happen is um they would try to occupy oh they actually did try but that's 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 cool yes they occupied it for a while okay they would actually um their main goal of morocco there was to control the trade to get more money uh, okay. and stuff and goods gold and okay. stuff so they held it for that reason yes but then what would happen is after about 60 years they'll just leave it because it was too vast for them to control so even when they were dead they weren't controlling the entire empire they were just controlling certain key cities uh, okay. yeah it makes sense because it was it, i mean it was really large but but the empire yeah they, they couldn't yeah. they couldn't yeah and there were actually um when they when morocco took over there were some there were some provinces there was one particular province of songhai called dendi where the askers moved to to continue their rebellion um against morocco mm. um they wouldn't be very successful oh. though mainly because they would still continue killing and replacing each other yeah. over there Heesh. yeah okay um I should mention one of the reasons Morocco was able to defeat the Songhai Empire was because, unlike the Songhai Empire, who were busily fighting amongst uh, within themselves, Morocco was acquiring arms from the European suppliers. So they had cannons and oh, guns. So they had an edge, like you know. I'm guessing they had like more advanced weaponry. In that case, yep, they had more advanced weaponry. So essentially, the 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 uh, what do you call them? The Songhai couldn't do much. So the Songhai actually, um, they gathered a very large force. I've gotten the number. I think it was about hundred thousand. All the Moroccans were only was it like four thousand? Was it ten thousand? Okay, let me not give you figures. Yes, I, yes. I don't have the exact figures. <laughs> but they basically, but I do they remember the yeah. They were more than double. Yeah, they were more than double the Moroccans. Okay, but then, but because the Moroccans had guns and cannons. Mm-hmm. And the Moroccans had a higher ground. Oh. And the Askia tried a very funny tactic that backfired. His idea was to, they brought a lot of cows. Ah. Like literally thousands of cows. To do what? To run into the Moroccan lines hey. before the Songhai army charged, you know, to cause, you know, um, damage and havoc and confusion, blah, blah, blah. But then. Uh, unfortunately for them, when the Moroccans start firing their cannons and guns, their cattle would get scared by the sound because that's the first time they're uh-huh. hearing it and turn on the Songhai armies because they're running back Oof. where they came Jesus. from. Jesus. So it cleared so just like the going Songhai like, radar. They'll, they'll massacre e- them even before the uh, Moroccans start shooting at them. <laughs> Man, okay. Yeah. Okay. So... Anyway, that that that's what happened, and the um, um, Askia, um, they would so um, how do I put this? I've said a lot of arms. That battle where that happened was is called the Battle of Tondibi, uh, fifteen ninety one, and so the Askias would lose. The Askia would lose that battle, and um, they would 
flee to the province of Dendi, which um, was in the southern portion of the empire. Uh-huh. It was in modern day parts of modern day Benin, Nigeria, and Niger. Okay, those countries have an area where they meet together, mm-hmm. sort of. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that's what will happen, and um, the what do you call it? Moroccans would put uh, puppet Askia there, Suleiman, and but no one would care or follow him because another person will claim as the throne. Um, uh, Askia knew. Hey. And he would lead a resistance I see. from Dendi. But then he would, um, like I mentioned earlier, be deposed. And then the guy who deposed him will be deposed. And then he'll be deposed. And, you know, the same thing continued from then on. Seems very unstable. Very unstable. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was very unstable. Um, so when the, when the Moroccans uh, have plundered a lot from Songhai over the like six decades they are there and they give up on trying to actually control the place they would go back where they came mm-hmm. from and unfortunately Songhai would never patch itself back together it was already an empire in the first place and not everyone liked being part of the empire and the empire shattered and the Askiers are very weak and very incompetent <laughs> so there's no way they can piece themselves back together yeah. again yeah, so that would be the end of the Songhai Empire. Mm. The Askias would continue ruling um, Dendi from, um, you know, Niger, modern-day Niger. Um, Dendi would actually even continue shrinking in size. And eventually, the French would claim that part in the, you know, the Berlin Conference. And then when the French go there and they're like, yo, you guys are part of us now, um, they try to well uh, do what is a poor excuse for, for fighting and then the french would be like yeah no yeah that's all you're no longer as care that title <laughs> no longer exists okay so the kingdom of dendi would be erased the title of Askia erased and ended by the year 1901 okay so did it did, hold on hold on i'm not hearing anything about the british here did they miss class today yeah, unfortunately, the British missed class okay. today. <laughs> <laughs> I see. All right. So, so that's that's basically okay. So then, back to the story. Sorry, the 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 lesson. Uh, so yeah, the lesson was a lesson in leadership. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, um, <laughs> I wouldn't have to say much. You can see the different contrast in yeah. leadership. Um, first between the Askia and the Sunni dynasties. Mm-hmm. The Sony were very competent at what yeah. they did. They ruled much longer and they were more stable. They got things yeah. done. Even compared that to the Askias. If they were crazy, I mean they did still get things exactly. done. Exactly. Yes. And even within the Askias, you could see they had about three competent rulers and everyone else just seemed to not know what they yeah. were doing. Yeah. And yet they were still always vying for the power. Right. And at the end of the day, the reason Songhai fell so easily to the Moroccans was because of incompetent leadership. Yeah. If their leadership was competent, they wouldn't have had the infighting and they would have modernized their army yep. as well. And actually try to, you know, equip them with advanced weaponry. Exactly, because I'm very sure that if maybe Askia Muhammad or um, Sunni Ali or um, Ishak were on the throne, they would have got the guns yeah. and 
not have succumbed so easily to the Moroccans. Yeah. That actually, yeah, that, that's true. You know, you know. Yeah. When, when when we looked, when I looked back at the the map showing the the area that he covered, you know, you said that Musini um, Ali liked to use the water. I, yeah. I noticed there's a part that it actually curves along with the Niger River. It, it was so crazy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is the, I'm guessing this concludes the the part two. Yes, this concludes part two of the Songhai Empire a lesson on leadership. Okay. Okay. Wait. But then before before we wrap this whole thing up, like can you just can you just you know briefly describe their their social and economic structure? Was it different from the the Sunni dynasty? So no, not really. Um, they maintained a lot of things the Sunnis did, although um, Askia Muhammad added some other positions. Okay. Um, primarily, the empire was still like uh, acting as a trading hub. Of sorts, they didn't have their own gold and stuff. They traded it, but they had a lot of salt and agric products. Though, mm. um, so the empire was very centralized in terms of governance. The Askia was the supreme ruler, and he had. Um, these governors under him called the Fari. The title was Fari. Oh. And the two most prominent were the Dendi Fari and the Kumina Fari. So those were like the most powerful governors. And then under the governors, they had the Koi, which translates to chief. Okay. And then the Pharma, which is also a form of governor. Pharma is a, being a title, is also a form of um, governor. Oh, wow. Um, like I mentioned, the it was Islamic law that was being used. So the Qadis, the Islamic... Um, Judges were very important mm-hmm. as well. And yeah, m- the rural people were mostly farmers. Um, that I guess that that over gen- that generalizes a lot of things. So yeah. Okay. Um, they collected taxes from the, the rural people too okay. as well. Huh. All right. All right then. Yes. I think that covers everything. Then. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that's a, that's uh an overview of the Songhai Empire over two episodes. All right. Um, yes. Thank you for joining us on the Songhai Empire's, you know, episodes. Yep. And um, remember to follow us on Instagram at Africa's Untold Stories and on Twitter at, at Africa's underscore Untold S. Great. And um, next episode, where are we going to? I'm not sure yet, but then we'll find out very soon. Okay, then we'll find yeah. out. All right. So, till next time, thanks for joining us and peace. peace.